What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go! To be for an opportunity to be in the land of the living. Um, I thank you for purpose. I thank you for tonight's word. May your anointing rest upon your servant that I may deliver this word in power, efficiency, with anointing that that men may hear something that will transform their lives forever. I declare every single person under the sound of my voice is good ground. And the seed that is being sown tonight is sown into good ground and it will produce some 30, some 60, some hundredfold return. And I thank you we will not be weary in well-doing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can you put up Ephesians 2 for me real quick? I'll take that. Ephesians 2 real quick. I just want to bring something to our attention. Uh, I I believe 100% of us should be winning more than we're winning. Thank you. Thank you. I think think 100% of us should be winning more than we're winning. And I'm not talking with monetary things. That's easy. I'm talking about within our soul. Um, You ever see wrestlers in the middle of the ring like they're tussling and they're getting tired and they're, you know, one person is on top, another person on top and they're going back and forth, but they're constantly entangled. You hear what I'm saying? They're constantly entangled. And what this looks like for me is, is, is we have to get untangled from things that we should have been defeated right let me help let me help us here what you're going through right now if you've been dealing with it for a long time it ain't the devil um i i think we get a devil way too much credit we give our parents who didn't do their job way too much credit We give our boyfriend, girlfriend, spouses way too much credit. We give the government way too much credit. You really think the government has say over your joy and happiness? You really think how bad a parent your parent was for those who blame their parents? You think that is why you not where you should be? Nah, not at all. Not at all. And we put too much much emphasis on the areas of our life where we experience defeat versus magnifying the victory we have in Jesus. You get what I'm saying? Ephesians 2, really quick. I want us to pay attention to something. Uh, Go to say, I'll read that just for the sake of reading it. It's the word, it's alive, so it's got something in it we can squeeze out of it. And you, he made alive. You, say that's me. When you were what? Dead. How many people in there have been dead before? Right? This is, this, is a, this is a very valuable scripture because if you was dead, that means you what? Are now what? Alive. Question is, do you act alive or do you act dead? 
right? Does your praise look like you, were, you, you are dead or was dead? What comes out of your mouth, does it sound like dead or was dead? Uh, slain by your trespasses and sins. I want us to pay attention to we were slain. As much as we were turned up doing what we were doing in our sin, I want you to understand how God saw you. He saw you slain, done, dead, over. And you, he made alive. So in the Lord's eyes, you are alive. I really need us to get this. Because you are so much more victorious than then you are allowing yourself to experience. In God's eyes, you have been perfected. Oh, we're going to have to turn this off. Oh, I guess I could do it. Y'all not moving around as much as I am, so you're going to be all right. There we go. Um... Where was I at? Yes, you, you, you're more alive. Now, what I, what I found out is when I was in the world dead, there was a lot of things I had to do to feel alive. But I realized that that carried into when I got saved. And I was still trying to do things to be alive. Right? I was going church places and I was dating. I was doing certain things so I could feel alive, right? That's why you have people still on drugs on the corner because they're still chasing that first hit, right? And so what we do in our, even in our Christian walk, we're still trying to work for alive. So if you save now, you shouldn't be as desperate for a spouse as you was when you didn't know Jesus. You shouldn't be as thirsty because when you came into the Lord Jesus Christ, there is a fulfillment that was set aside for only those in him. If you're thirsty and you're hungry, come, I'll satisfy you. Right? And I think what we don't know how to do is be alive. So we strive for life. We're looking for feelings when we wake up. And if we feel anything other than life, then we embrace it and say, I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I'm mad, I'm angry. Y'all did this. If it wasn't a pandemic, I'll do this. If we do this, if it was cool, I'll praise more. If the church wasn't at 5 p.m., right? We're, we're trying to make life do things that we feel we need to feel fulfilled. And you still, you notice how you get that thing and you're still not happy. Right, Because that's all temporary. Any life you have to work for is fleeting. So become a millionaire. I promise you when you get there, if you don't tap into this being alive, then you will surely quickly fall right back into anger, depression, anxiety, foul mouth, all that stuff. Nothing you are chasing will satisfy you if it's not the Lord. He made you alive. So you got to keep making money because you can reach 10 milli. And once you get to 10 milli, 10 milli ain't going to be enough. So you're going to have to keep doing what? Chasing more. The Lord is the only person that can outdo the first hit. (laughs) 
And so you got to be careful landing at something you thought that would bring you ultimate joy and still have not found it in, the, in Christ. So I want you to go to 6 through 8 before I get excited and be stuck on this scripture all day. And he raised us up together with him. And made us. So he made us alive. Then when he got up, he made it his own personal goal. And he made us get up. And then he didn't just make us get up, say, hey, hey, I'm about to go sit in eternity at the right hand. All power, all dominion. Let me know when you're ready. (laughs) So where he's sitting is not where I'm trying to get. I'm already there. See, you're so trapped in this body and in this world, you don't even know where you're really sitting at. You're waiting for approval. You're waiting to get in the rooms. You got to go in the room sitting there. This is where my confidence comes from. This confidence don't come because I'm called to preach. Man, you got so many insecure pastors, so many insecure billionaires. My confidence ain't coming because of nothing but I'm in him. And I understand who he is and what he has done. Together with him, I'm sitting together with him. I'm sitting with him. Made us sit down. He didn't just say, hey. I'm going. No, he brought me when I didn't want to sit with him. He sat me down. Well, how's somebody going to make you sit down? Let me ask you, did you ask to be in this world? Oh, you just appeared. Right. Same way. So if God can get you in the earth, he for sure can get you at his right hand. Man. Everything is so physical to us. Everything is so physical to us. If it rains, oh, my God, it's a bad day. If the sun come out, oh, my God, it's a wonderful day. I'm going to travel. I'm going to do all. Everything is so physical to us. If I got this amount of money, whew, man, I'm going to be all right. Who said? Death ain't, death Death and sickness ain't flying over rich people. And it ain't flying over happy people. Ain't nobody here life guaranteed. All of us about to die at some point. That's the sobering reality that at any minute you've done. Right? And the Lord said, I love you so much. First of all, it wasn't your intent to die. It wasn't his intent. We, should, we, we are eternal beings. That's why folks live for 800-something years. And then sin hit the world. And all kind of other natural stuff happened. And so we can't naturally live that long no more. Okay? But he said, while you're on earth, I desire to bring all of heaven into you. So that on earth, you can still experience as it is in heaven. My children don't have to strive for joy. I don't have to wait till I accomplish a goal to feel free. Yeah. All right. And so he says, made us sit down together. 
joint seating. Joint seating. There's another place. We are joint heirs with Christ. This is key. This is key. And it says the heavenly sphere. Now, now next. Now next. By virtue of our being. Say being. being. One more time. Say being. being. One more time a little louder. Say being. Being in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one. And then it goes on and says, we are saved by grace in verse 8. But he did this that, that, that he might clearly, no, go back. Um, you got to flow with me. Might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come immeasurably limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace. This is what we have to get. This is why it's very hard. We're so sinful in nature that we can't grasp that we have been separated from the consequences of our sin, therefore giving us freedom and access to the very thing he purchased through his blood. And that is unspeakable joy. That is a, a peace that surpasses all understanding, which means you have to get out of understanding to experience this peace. Right. Even now, right? You got to talk to your body because your body is heated up. You getting tired. But I guarantee you, you'll work for some money in heat. You'll stay woke. You'll go to the gym and get that good workout in. Right? You'll have sex when it's hot. Can I talk? Okay. Right? You do all kind of stuff when it's hot, when it comes to the word. When No, this is something you should fight to stay woke for. So here's what I want to bring point to. This victory that Jesus, every part of Jesus' life, we should be experiencing. His death or his life, his death, his resurrection. Where's my phone? You, you bring my phone. Uh, it's, it's, no, no, I don't got my phone. Do I got my phone? Nope, it's on the charger. This salvation is situational and it is experiential. So the life of Christ should not be a separate thing from your life. He's not just someone we're reading about like, wow, he was so victorious. Wow, he didn't swing back on his enemies. Wow, he experienced victory so much. But also he was tempted like us. So if he had to wear or experience your temptation because it's covenant, you have a right to experience his victory. And if he didn't experience or bear your temptation, then he did not qualify to pay for your sins. And because we're in covenant, he said, I took, I bequeathed, I took your sin, you take my victory. Yep. Yep. We should be experiencing this thing. In every way that he did, he was like, man, I don't, man, birds got, I ain't got nowhere to stay. We don't feel victory until we got the house we want, the crib. The, yeah. 
He was cool fasting. He was, he was cool with persecution. He experienced victory in every area of his life, every area of his life. So if he took your sin, then rightfully so, you have a blood-bought right to his victory. Right? Here, here it is. How does this work? You know how you try and uh, uh, pull off of somebody else's wealth? So you'll go and learn how they got rich, thinking it's somehow going to help you get rich. When was the last time you went to Jesus and found out he got, how he got victory? Right? Same way you go to Tony Robinson, same way you go to Oprah, same way you go to whoever, who, whoever, uh, uh, who, rich dad, poor dad, whatever books you read thinking you're going to pull wealth from them and knowledge from them. And somehow that's going to enrich your life. When the last time you pulled on Jesus for his victory? Right? We got athletes. We got coaches in here. We pulling on everybody else's expertise. When last time you pulled on his victory expertise? When, you, when last time you pulled on his expertise of how to overcome and how to have joy, how to be patient, how to be kind? <laughs> he is just waiting for people to say, Lord, I want to partake in your victory. We reading every other author's book. We watching all kind of YouTube videos. We all on IG looking at everybody else's victory. And here's the key. They can't give us their victory, but Jesus can give us his. We are dependent on limited people for our resources and our victory. All he said was seek me first. He didn't say don't go read their books, don't go look at their YouTube. But how much energy you going to give them? And they are super limited. They need his. We should be way more victorious than we are. I just wanted to let you know that tonight. That you have a blood-bought right to pull on his victory. What you feel with the Holy Ghost for so you can pull on everybody else's? No, pull on his. Watch his YouTube videos. Follow his IG page. Read his books. He'll make you the best blank in the world. Holy Spirit is here to help you do that. He'll make you the best coach. He'll make you the best nurse. He'll make you the best business person. Pull on him the same way you pull on everybody else. Because the world's resources are limited. I would hate for IG and YouTube to crash tomorrow. Some of you, you write back to zero. If all your books burn up, all your notes burn up, all them YouTube videos... All them seminars you go to, and you ain't tapped into this genius. For some of us, we would start from ground zero. And here's the key. Tony Robinson and whoever ain't, ain't have not been charged by God to, br- to, to bring you to remembrance. But the Holy Ghost has been charged to bring everything God has told me about me and that he has for me to remembrance. You better tap into heaven's resources quick and in a hurry. Patience. This is going to be the last week we're going to talk about patience. If you ain't got no patience after this week, I don't know what to say. But, but I wanted to bring up something the scripture didn't uh, uh, translate to the slide. So if you could pull up... Um, in the TPT, I believe it's Psalm 103, before we head into this. 
starting next Monday, we starting our three-month purge. Not fast, not fast at all. We not, not fast. But the Lord is calling his people to minimize him because he's about to start maximizing. He's about to start multiplying. He wants to show us less, not enough in his hands is more than enough. Yeah, and a lot of us going to be challenged because we need them options. We need, we need to be in control. We need, we need, but God's, God's, God is about to pull. He's about to challenge us big time. Me and my wife was driving today, writing down our list, what we giving up, what we practicing, what we, what we purging, what we pulling back, what we pulling down. I'm attacking IG. I'm attacking sugar. I'm attacking a whole lot of stuff. And it's not just pull, pull, pulling things away. It's also you're pulling things away to make room for things you're supposed to make room for. Right? So there's more time for a spouse. There's more time for kids. There's more time for yourself. There's more time to invest in relationships that are going to... You, you ready for this? This is not a bad thing. But this is the season, this season in particular, to invest in people and and invest your time in relationships that will give you immediate results. Yeah, I almost didn't say immediate because, you know, I wanted to be, you know, Jesus-like. No, immediate results. How, how, how do you get immediate results from people? Well, when I sit down and talk to you and you ask me a question, you want some wisdom, you want my time, then I see you apply it. This is not the season to waste your time with people that's going to walk away and still do what they want to do. Here, here's the thing. If you're going to do what you want to do 100%, don't waste, our, don't waste people's time. Just do what you want to do. The reason you came because you just kind of want to feel like, oh, I did my due diligence. I let pastor know. Or I let the elder. Don't let me know nothing. Do you? But this is the season where, and here's the thing. Why are we also pulling back? Because God wants to expose some things. Right? Minimizing also, it, 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 it gets rid of confusion. Well, if I ain't doing nothing, there's certain things that God brings into my life. It's very clear. It's very clear that it's him. I got to minimize so I can hear clearer. I got I to not pull the, the weeds at the same time because I need, to, I need God to reveal who's really on my team. I need God to, re, I need to take my hands off trying to push that deal through so God can show me if it's for me or not. Because here's the T. God can make something happen for you whether you are pushing it or not. No one looking for this building. I was looking for God's will. Right? You go step after step and God does his thing and he reveals. But we're too busy to really hear accurately and consistently. Here's the thing. God is tired of us hearing him every now and then. Yeah. Any parent, how does that feel when your kids hear you every now and then? Yeah. Here we go. Psalm, here we go. With my whole heart, with my whole life, and with my innermost being. I need you to read that for, with me. Ready, read. With my, with my, and with my, 
Okay, with my whole, this is very important scripture because I'll connect it later. With my whole heart, with my whole, what's left after whole? What does whole mean? All what? In. Everything. If I said, man, y'all put my whole foot in that, what does that mean? With the pinky toe hanging out? No. Right? I don't care if your pinky toe is still connected to your foot. If it's leaning off the front of the heel, the, the, the high heel, then you only got four toes in that shoe. Okay? You're tracking. Whole means all ten in. All mine. All resources. Right? This is that season where I have to be around wholeness. I got to surround myself around wholeness, right? I got to surround myself where people talk whole, people think whole, people believe whole. And I have a right, I have a right because for two years the Lord sat us all down. He purged us. He gave us all the opportunity. We sowed two years. You think we coming out this pandemic to do the same old, same old? No, the children of Israel was in the wilderness for longer than they should have been. When they came out, where did they go? Into the promised land. We ain't going nowhere but into the promised land. We're not going into another wilderness. We're going into the promised land. With my whole heart, with my whole life. And with my innermost being, what does innermost being mean? Like when I'm preaching, I'm trying to preach with my innermost being. I'm trying to give it to you. I want you to feel me. Right? I could be preaching like this and not necessarily be feeling how you experience in me. But I can pull on that because I'm being joyful. I'm being powerful. I'm not waiting for goosebumps. Goosebumps are the worst confirmation. Oh, I know that was the Lord because, oh, look, look, look. He here, look. Well, out of all the times you don't have goosebumps, what does that mean? I bow in wonder and love before you. The holy God. Next verse. Yahweh, you are my soul's celebration. My souls, you got to get these words. Whole, innermost being, soul celebration. Here's a picture, Pastor Dylan, of the Lord truly consuming your life. It's not a mind, it's not a mind uh, uh, relationship. Like, like when he got a hold of your soul, you can't just put him off to the side. That, that's side piece. I was going to say side chick, but some young ladies have side dudes. See, I love talking like this in church because church people be acting like we're so separated from the world. Yeah. You are even Christians, y'all be having y'all little side little options and all that. Stop playing. You are my soul's celebration how 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 he, he right this is why david has come to this point 
Because here's a man who has lived the, here's the key word. That's what my note said. Thank you, Lord, for helping me. The word said that the Lord showed me was we should be experiencing being rescued. We should be experiencing, experiencing having been rescued. That, that's why we up here, right? Because we've been saved. Supposedly, we have been snatched out of the pits of hell, the grips of sin, the grips of death. Correct? That's what we up here for. Anybody? Moses, you been snatched? Or you still there? You, you, what? Still where? Help him out, please. Help him out. Whisper into his ear like he need, like he need translation. Ah. Okay. Help them, Lord. Hey, some people don't know. They get to put under pressure. They're like, I don't know if I'm saved or not. Right? I want you to stop saying you saved. But not experiencing salvation. You saved but still depressed? Here's the T. It doesn't mean saved people don't get depressed. It means saved people have victory over depression. It don't mean saved people don't have mental illness challenges or experience anxiety. So I'm not being, uh, uh, um, um, I'm not, I'm not being um, careless or not caring about what you are going through. What I'm telling you, if you're really saved, you should have victory over it. So I'm trying to point to your other option. You either lay down and bend over and let anxiety do you, or you can pick up victory and catch it. Yeah, you catch the picture. That's what happens in prison. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. He's just talking too real right now. No, I'm talking, I'm, I'm giving you images and pictures of real life, like Netflix. You know, I'm going to last, if I check what movie you watched in the last week, don't, don't talk, don't come at me crazy. I'm saying it, you watching it and rewinding it. Amen. I wish y'all could see all the faces I could see. Yeah. Don't come in here trying to make, censor me, amen. I know exactly what I'm saying. It's in, I'm intentional because my father's intentional. I heard a word today. He is intentional. He's intentional when he's doing something. He's just as intentional when he's not doing anything. And so whenever he's not doing anything, he's doing something. Stop thinking whenever you can see him doing something, that's when he's doing something. When he ain't doing nothing, sometimes he's doing something even greater than when you can see him doing something. He's intentional. Now, are you saved? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I hear that all the time. Are you saved, though? Are you experiencing the victory? Are you just hiding behind Jesus instead of walking with him? Because the way I read it, we're co-laborers. So yes, we're hid in Christ. 
But on this earth, we're walking with him and he's walking with us. So how can you believe strongly that he took your sins, but you leave out the part he gave you his victory? What kind of covenant is that? Okay, get my phone. Get my phone. That's okay. I don't mind teaching in a slow class. I'm anointed for slow too. Amen. that up for me, Elder John. He, he bequeathed. Uh, he took, you'll find it, you'll find it. And when you find it, holla at me. How could I ever forget? David is like, this man, this God I serve is still using me, still made me king after murdering, after adultery, after like, like, like he's still using me. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you've done for me? What, is, what does this have to do with patience? Everything. We could be more patient if we kept our eyes on him. Ain't that what he said in Isaiah 26? If you keep your eyes on me, I'll give you what? Perfect peace. He didn't say I'll take all your troubles away. He said I'll give you perfect peace whose eyes stay on him. And that peace is garrison. It means that it's a peace that protects. It's a peace that wraps around your mind. It's not goosebumps. It's a peace that keeps stuff out that ain't supposed to be in. It's a peace that comes with discernment and strength and power and resistance. Yahweh, you, you're my soul celebration. Here's the, the, the Amplified says, and forget not all of his benefits. 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 When that dark cloud come over your head later on, forget not all of his benefits. When you're going through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The only way I can fear no evil is because what? God is with me. But God is not with me if I forget. God can only be with me at the measure I remember. You, you, it ain't good enough if God is just with me. You know, if you're in your bed, you're not fearful. But if you finally are aware of somebody standing over your bed, what happens? Now you're fearful. When you're aware God is with you, guess what? You all got faith. It ain't good enough for God to just be with me. I got to be aware of his presence. How many valleys you didn't walk through? Only difference, God was with me in the club. But I couldn't be aware of him because my mind was on other spirits. 
My mind was on her shaking it. Now, if, if I pointed at anybody back there, I wasn't talking about you. I'm just pointing back that way. Amen. <laughs> just hey, all that's the Holy Ghost. He make you think of that stuff because folks crazy in church. Amen. I ain't talking about you. I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is why he's calling us in this season because some of us, our awareness of him in our lives is so low. He's with you all day, every day, but you too busy. You know, I don't care how anointed you are if you're not aware of that anointing, if you're not aware he's on you. When I'm up here preaching, there's moments from the time I walk up here where, where I, I, I know he's with me, but there's a certain time where he kick in in a different way, and I roll with it. I can, be, I, I can sit here and he's on me and I can just talk like this. Yeah, God is so good, you guys. He is so good. Or I can be, he's good. That's a choice. Both ways I said it is a choice. But because I'm a witness, I, I, I become a vessel for his passion to live in. I'm not going to be the one who just chill out and be like, no, nah, I ain't going to release this. What kind of vessel, what kind of house is God living in? What kind of house does he live in? Are you aware he's home? Are you aware he's home? Well, if you're aware he's home, guess what? That means joy is home. That means peace is home. You're aware of all this other stuff. You're aware that somebody get on your nerves. You're aware Right, you're, you're that same person that get on your nerves. What if you was aware that God loves them more than they get on your nerves? Oh, then you become available for His compassion for His son or daughter. Right, the, the, the very to get joy, you have to be willing to carry His heart. Patience. Hebrews. Hebrews. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. That, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want, I want AMPC. Check this out. Amplified classic. What's that first word? That's all. Come on. All right. Come on. Say it a little louder. One more time a little louder. I leave with you. This is crazy, everyone. Obviously, the next fruit we're going to talk about is peace. Okay? Okay? All right. Uh, hey, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to go somewhere. Take care of that. All right? Right? Now, just pretend I just left him peace. Now, how stupid does Othniel look praying for peace? Where, where the Lord at? In your hand. Prince of Peace all up here. He left. He left. Right? All In that book is joy, is peace, is patience, is kindness, all of that. And so then he just opens it up and goes to the chapter he needs for the season he's in. But no, no, I need y'all to get it. You know what I'm saying? The first level was like, wow. Okay, now let's let it marinate for a minute. 
peace I leave with you. I do want y'all to know after this scripture, a little while later, he did leave. He gone. Can I help y'all? Jesus is not down here. He's at the right hand. And he sent the Holy Ghost. So the spirit of Jesus is in us. Spirit of God is in us. He left me his peace. He said, my peace, I left you. He said, I give and bequeath. That word bequeath is exchange. So your anxiety, your, your stress, your, your OC, whatever, your whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to wear, right? Because you get grants or whatever you want a diagnosis you want because you get some, your kids get, be careful. I don't know who I'm talking to. I want to just put it in the atmosphere. Be careful letting, uh, let, letting, letting people diagnose your kids uh, so you can get some, some discounts on tuitions and all that. It's out there. Because if your kid got certain learning disabilities, you get some money for that. Amen. Okay. All right. So he exchanged. What did he exchange it for? The very thing you're dealing with. I'm not talking about you don't experience it. What I'm telling you is there's an option to step into victory. In the same way you choose to put on anxiousness, to put on, then put on victory. And let me tell you, you can't just put it on once a, once a year. This is something you got to put on daily. He say in Ephesians 4, he says, put your new man on daily. It's daily. You know, it's not one time. It's daily. Put it on. And sometimes I just see the Lord's hands like, I can't. So he, he tries to blow he'll send somebody in your life he'll send a word on that Sunday you didn't feel like coming oh that's the word I needed today pastor thank you for encouraging me for what he'll allow something that you deem bad in your life happening but he allowed it so hopefully it could, that's why he uses the bad he has to allow bad to happen because he's trying to work things for his benefit. So something you might be going through is the only way he can actually get the outcome he promised. Because that closed door is what's turning you back. That, that, that closed door is what's keeping you here long enough. So you think it's a bad thing, and I'm here to challenge you. It might be a God thing because you've taken some steps in your life the wrong way. This is how God makes up time. And this ain't him giving me his peace back. God don't do that. It's a gift. He bequeaths. Look, not as the world give you. How did the world give it to you? Every two weeks. That fine, dark-skinned athlete you want. I, I'm here. I'm here to. I'm here to. I'm, I'm here to. I'm here to talk to. I'm trying. I'm here to. Cause my wife giving me the. Now I'm about to. I'm about to go. To, hey, I'm about to go. To, I'm about to go down here. I'm about to go down here. Can I go? Can I? No. I'm gonna go. Look. I'm gonna go. Hey, the ones that really love me, like don't do it. Don't do it. And all your other ones. 
trying to get me in trouble. Amen. No, I'm, I'm about to keep it. I'm about to keep it 100. Here, let me. There are certain things in this church that I can preach about that that many preachers in this region can never talk about, and there's still issues. There's a whole lot of brothers and sisters in this country, but not many pastors can talk about brother and sister stuff. So I actually, I actually, that's a part of why I'm here. Right? Stop making culture make you believe that color folks, because that's how the world uses, right? We entertainment. Right? We do, we, and I get all the, I get the whys. But some of y'all fall in love with a profile and not God's promise or plan. So some of y'all ain't married yet because you've been looking for one type of man. Instead of a man that's going to help you get to purpose, you've been looking for a man that the world told you is good in bed or, or, or you would be proud to walk down the street with. So we're not looking for purpose no more. We're looking for pecs. We're looking for abs. We're looking for a six-fold. <laughs> so quiet in here. Right. I would say that's the same in church, too. We'll go to Africa for missions. We'll take pictures of a bunch of little black kids hugging them like I'm not saying the work is not good but we fall into this this thing and colored people got a savior missions isn't a, a, a rescue mission it's your job to deliver them their savior. So I'm saying it just as 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 a people, we gotta be careful of what we fall in love with because television told us. And marketing. Because the brother you see on the screen ain't the brother that might be in the kitchen. I, I'm messing, I'm messing up some some I'm messing up some of y'all y'all women up in here right now see you can't get this conversation in, in too many places here right be available for who God has for you and if it just so happens to be your ideal preference then amen but if it happens to be his preference then double amen or just remain single well, I ain't doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. He bequeathed. I just believe that we should be living in victory more than we are. What if I told you victory is a choice? The result of his blood. Hebrews 12, say patience. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
who have borne testimony to the... Oh, hold on. Let me, let me go back. You're right, Lord. And it's the flip side around, okay? It's not just females to... Co- you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's men to... Right? All right. I just want to make sure we're straight. That's uncomfortable right there. I feel you. But that's good preaching. That's good fathering. Amen. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud, <laughs> let's pray for a second because some folks about to let this word still. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. You are our focus. <laughs> I thank you, Lord. Help us snap right back to, to this word. And um, Lord, ultimately, we don't want to fall into the world's prejudices, segregation, racism, Um Lord, we want to break all that. What we should want is a kingdom family. What we should want is your plan, your will being done. So, Lord, you said, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. You told us in your word, do not be conformed to this world the way that the world thinks the way that the media portrays race and ethnicity and culture. Lord, may we undo some of those things because I believe those issues that we've embraced will rob us from experiencing true revival. We are a church of all nations. So may we be a people that yield to your heart for people. In Jesus' name, amen. It says, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us. I want you to see this little line right here. That sin which so readily. That ain't no big glaring sin. That's that sin that's not in your pocket, but it's in, in the, I use this pocket for my chapstick. You know the little pocket in the pocket. That's like sometimes you'll put some money in that pocket and find it later. Because it's, it's just hidden right there. It's that little one. It's that hangnail that you can tolerate for a little while. It's that hangnail. It's that one friend that you just going to ignore instead of just cutting and saying that we ain't good in this season. It's that one little innocent thing that's innocent to the world. It's innocent to your old nature. But I challenge us, can you start thinking where God is taking you, some behavior is not tolerable or conducive to the atmosphere he's taking you. See, see, this is why I understand, Elder John, every promotion with God is a shift in atmosphere. It's a shift in dimension. God don't just do next level. He do dimensions. So there's some atmospheres that will not tolerate the, 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 the smell or the scent or the, um, uh, the aroma of some of the places I've been. Some of the habits, you know, habits in the spirit realm have a smell. 
So instead of dealing with God based on who you used to be and where you was, how about God is trying to take you into something new and you can't go into that with certain hangnails? So let us strip off these things that are just ready to trip us up. And you need people in your life that will make what you make small big. You know how some of you make small stuff, you magnify it. But it's some stuff you minimize because it pleases your flesh. And then you might get offended when somebody make a bigger deal out of it, but they have to make a bigger deal out of it because you ain't making a big deal out of it. And sometimes you need people around you that's not dealing with you based on where you are, but based on where you're going. You need people in your life that can see the little thing that's kind of harmful now, the potential of it. See, because when you're in it, you don't see it the same way. I don't know about you, but my mama warned me of certain friends. She's like, it's just something I don't feel right about him, Terrence. Don't go with him. That's the friend that you don't tell your mama you hanging out with. and You tell her you with somebody else. And then that car accident happened and she got to pick y'all up both from the hospital. And she say, I thought you was with. This is what you have to understand. Eventually you will be exposed. Right? I didn't want to listen to mama when I was young because I thought she, she didn't know my homie. But mama saw a picture from above. I liked my homie because my homie talked about the stuff I wanted to talk about. We could talk about the girls. Mama ain't talking about the girls. We could talk about the weed. Mama ain't talking about the weed. So I'm only dealing with my friends based on this. Mama has been given responsibility to see, oversee me. So she sees stuff that I can't see. So how many times mama told you, at least me, 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 me. I'm the only bad kid in here. I'm the only bad kid in here. But mama said, don't do that. And you thought she was hating on you. He says, that sin which so readily clings to and entangles us, you ready? And let us run with patient endurance. I, this is what I want to get to, Elder John, before we get out of patience. Patience don't mean sit down, don't do nothing. He said run with patience. So, so this is active persistence. This is you have to have the ability to run a marathon. You have to have the ability to run long distance without seeing the ribbon for a while. And you got to have them friends on your side that's going to hand you some water every now and then. Right? That's what you got to have your camel back on. A camel back, you just put water. What, you, anybody know a camel back? All right, that's all I need. I just need two. He says, he says, run with patience. So clearly, having them hangnails will hinder you from running with patience. Having, them, having that bunion... In the 10K, it'll hinder, right? You can be macho all you want to, but that long-distance run is going to expose that ankle you didn't want to deal with. 
right? It's going it's, it's to expose that you didn't take the proper time to heal, right? That little shoot around ain't going to expose you. But when you actually get in there where some real pressure is applied and you have to go long enough to be fatigued. This is where I find the Lord shows up. He don't show up when I'm just like, whoa. He show up when I'm like, right? I'm fatigued. And a lot of times we only want to be in the race when we're in first. We only want to be in the race if we're ahead. He said, run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence. In other words, how long can you do the same thing with good integrity, with joy? And I shared a few weeks ago, that's where the Lord has been dealing with me. I know how to start stuff. Woo! And I noticed that in my leadership style, I will be quick. Man, we have stuff that we started that we will bring back one day, but the timing wasn't right. How many people remember uh, um, uh, Collaborate? Aftershock. Right? We, we, I know how to start stuff. But I got to learn how to finish, but more, most importantly, where I got to grow up at is the in-between, the mundane time, when it ain't as exciting. You ain't getting a new building. You got the new building and you got the paint on it. You, I'm talking about the waiting period. Starting doesn't require waiting. Technically, you just started. But once you get the ball rolling, you have to, because you have now released, uh, you have activated other people. Now we got to wait on other people and I think I'm talking to a lot of people in here you don't know how to, that little in between time when that when that when all maybe you got startup money but now you got to wait till you kick in the profit so I'm gonna go get this little job over here so I can try to make up over here because I need this to hurry up over here no maybe you can't sell all maybe you can't have chili cheese nachos at your cafe Maybe all you can have is cheese nachos. Because buying chili will put you over. <laughs> this in-between time. And I feel that's where a lot of us are right now in this, in this season. Right now, I have no doubt that 90% of the people in this room have been waiting for a while. And you've been feeling faint. You've been feeling weary. You've been feeling like you've been wanting to give up. You've been feeling impatient. You have been feeling like switching plans, switching dreams. So you've been feeling like starting a different business, getting a new building. You've been, you, and man, it's so many people in here that I feel if you haven't heard it until tonight, the Lord has just been saying, wait on me. There's a season for every purpose. It's a time to, to be born. There's a time to die. There's a time to plant. And there's a time to pluck up, pluck up. And that's what we were, we're dealing with on Sunday is we're heading in a season where the Lord says it's the season to purge. Because John 15 says that every fruitful person is purged so that they can grow more lavish fruit. You don't keep a beautiful garden. You don't get a beautiful garden without cutting back. 
So you can't just be in a season where it's just bubble up, bubble up, gang, 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 gang. You have to go through seasons where you're willing. And and here's what you might be hearing. Cutting back means taking loss. But the Bible I read says cutting back means multiplication. And, I, and what, it, what is it called again, babe, when two things happening at the once, the negative and the positive? What, what are you saying? I don't know if people get it. It was, a, a, it was once a little special word that you grew up hearing. Well, you'll think about it. But I, th- I think people more so when I've been talking about this, I believe, no, I have no doubt that a lot of you have been hearing cut back more than you've been hearing multiplication. And that speaks to how you hear. You've been hearing, oh, purge, but you haven't been hearing fruitful. You've been thinking that, you've been hearing that in this season, I'm telling you, this is about to be a season where you ain't about to see no fruit. This is a season for the next three months, it's going to be fruitless. No, what I'm telling you is the cutback is for the turn up. What I'm telling you is the reason why you need to cut back. Okay, okay. Okay, boxer, getting ready for a big fight. What do they do? Months before. They cut back in every area. They'll move to the city of their fight. They'll cut their diet, all of that. Olympian, what do they do when they're training for Olympics? They, they, they cut back. Right? You look at anything on a, on, on a big scale, cutbacks is a part of multiplying. So to me, this word is so exciting. Sunday's word and this word is so exciting because the Lord is saying the harvest is here, but the position is minimizing. The Lord wants to show us that all with with our rod, he could split a Red Sea. He wants to show us that with our little, he can do so much because he wants the world. He wants the glory. So to you, it seems like nothing. And to your family, they're going to be like, oh, why, why we can't hang out as much? But when they see the fruit, God did. Man, it sucks that, that a secular, I don't even like saying secular, but he's coming out with that. I wish we seen more Christians out saying God did. But why has he come to God did? Because people didn't give him chance. And But what did he do? He just kept being DJ Khaled. He didn't switch careers. It's crazy, but he waited. Oh, the Bible says he reigns on the just and the unjust and because of the type of music he makes we just think he's a hula man he's a secular well you're saved and some of the stuff that come out of your mouth is no different than his album some of the stuff you drink and smoke is the same stuff they talking about on his album so he ain't no no less of a son and daughter than you are and guess what DJ Khaled did waited he just produced beats and he made music and he promoted and he was dealing. He, he, I do believe he was steady and active. 
This is, this is the key part, Troy. This is how people going to learn here tonight, JT. He didn't, he just wasn't, or God's not just saying be steady and active. He's pointing to the appointed course. That is key. Reason why we cutting back is because God is saying it's enough you just hustling. The children of God, our hustle is sowing. Don't mean don't work hard, don't mean invest, it don't mean make big money moves, didn't say none of that. I hate I got to remind us because our mind is programmed one or the other. No, 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 no. But what he's saying is God, as a believer, I have stepped into the appointed course. In this season, can you put down the unnecessary purposes? Even if it's a good work, can you hone in on the appointed course? And the appointed people. Don't care if they take it personal. But you got to compartmentalize your relationships. Not everybody deserves three hours a week. You ready? We're going to stay right there. Run with patient endurance. Steady. Active persistent. The appointed course, you ready, of the race that is set. Can I tell y'all, no matter how much y'all hustling, the Lord has, before you was ever even born, the Lord set a course for you. And you could be like the children of Israel when the, when the navigation was set through the wilderness, y'all could sit there and complain. But when the Lord pressed go, on the navigation system and it took you through the wilderness the destination was not the wilderness it was just the route oh man I'm, he, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting this as y'all getting this and, and I've made life so hard for me just because you can do it don't mean he's blessed it to do it and that's some of y'all with all this talent you think because you could do it, you should do it. This ain't the time to just be doing it all. Because you can. Sometimes your ability gets you stuck. <laughs> he says, looking away from all that will distract to Jesus. Who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross. Here's what this is saying, and Elder John, just give me an amen when I hit it, okay? He said, for the joy of the prize, everybody in here Narrow it down. You're after a bag, a prize, whatever you want to call it. Most of you go to work for the bag. Be honest. Wanting the bag is not bad. But the love of the bag or the, 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 your, your joy is in the bag. That's the problem. And you put off very important things that God has placed in your life. 
for the bag. And then you tell God, i get back to that. You may never get back to that. Because the pursuit for the bag might get you hooked up to some IVs because you're stressed out. Here, here, there, now, there's enough, there's enough inspirational videos out there for you to tell you to pursue the bag. So if you want, you want to keep hearing that, then get. But I also feel like God wants to make sure we bring some balance to the situation. No, I, 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 I am believing for wealth in my bloodline too. I want to be rich too. I want millions of dollars too. But I took the seasons to align my why with his why. And there's some people out here, you work and 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 you and your spouse be at it because you work and 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 and I'm working too. And we after the same thing. But maybe our anchors are different. Because I would never trade the peace that I have with being okay with people seemingly getting ahead. We're going a few months where I just have what I need handled. I got a roof over my head. My bills are paid. I got a healthy family. And for some months, it's okay to just bask in that. There is so much happening with you and your wife sitting there spending quality time. When you're sitting there thinking about numbers. But boy, if you could turn that affection to that. You got to see how investing in that leads to those goals. Because God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Here you go. Seeking God is loving his daughter. You see, I didn't say my wife. His daughter. And so don't you think that God will empower me to take care of his daughter? You better catch the connection. So if my heart is truly taking care of her that's my why not to get her to love me more but to fulfill the promise that I gave God and her father at the altar we forget that part so I cannot cover her without being covered by him I cannot cover her without having covering myself so a part of my plan to get wealthy is getting my soul wealthy. A part of seeing generational wealth is ending divorce. A part of getting generational wealth is showing my children or my son how to love a woman. My, my son needs to see pictures of dad chilling in the pool. I can't just show him leave in the morning, come home late. Because he's going to do that to somebody else's daughter. I can't just train my daughter, leave in the morning, come home late. That's what men do. So then you settle for a hardworking man 
for stuff. But he don't know how to cover his family. So I'm not loving her without, I could tell her all day what kind of man she needs. She needs to see it. I could come up here to preach the word. But at some point, if you didn't see me living the word, you'd be going somewhere else. A part of God's wealth plan is rest. Not sleep, rest. And a part of running with diligence, I can't, if I don't know how to sleep or physically, if I don't know how to sleep, I can't perform at a high level. Eventually, my body will give out on me, especially my mind. Same thing spiritually. If you don't know how to enter his rest, the grind will kill you. Here, here's the difference. Here, here's the grind. Go back, please. Run with patient endurance. So I need y'all to hear this. I'm not saying don't work hard and don't be persistent. That's not Bible. What I'm telling you is learn how to find the rhythm in resting and working. Work hard. Work, work some 14-hour days. D- do what you got to do. But there's a way where you can work 15 hours in rest. If, if I work 15 hours and I don't close that deal... My identity ain't in closing the deal. I go home to the blessing of my family and shelter and, and a car. Like, like I never lose my, my mind, take my mind off of his goodness. Do not forget his benefits. So that's what I'm saying. Patience is a style of waiting. Patient endurance, steady, active persistence. You see the key word? Stay active. But are you resting in it? He endured the cross. In other words, when it wasn't going his way, the joy was in the prize. And this is where you got to switch your why. What is your prize? You can't wait well if the prize is the bag. Let's go beyond the bag. For me, our family got to get a lot of, and not just a lot of, not a lot of, I'm not just talking just a lot of money. I'm talking about resources. Money and resources is different. I don't need the money in some areas if God brings in relationships where somebody else got that. (laughs) So I don't carry the weight. I don't need to own a gym. I know somebody own a gym. Right? And if I build healthy relationships, the Lord may send somebody that do hair and we got great relationship. So I may not need $300 for for hair for my wife like you do. Because I got a hairstylist in the line of purpose. This is the part they don't get, Elder John. When you wait on the Lord, he don't, it ain't, he don't always come in money form. He brings relationships. 
And this is the part we don't get. We're so bent on owning that we're abandoning ruling. And he created us to rule, not own, because he owns everything. What he empowered us to do is rule. Joseph ruled. And you're putting so much emphasis on owning that you're neglecting ruling. So like Joseph, I get in a relationship with the president of, of Apple or the CEO of some Fortune 5, you know what I'm saying? And then they need me for something. So I'm ruling this company through wisdom, through strategy. I don't need to own it, but I'm connected to the owner. And through the connection of the owner, I got influence over moves. Joseph didn't own, but he was put in a position to rule. I was created to rule. Owning is great, cool. But when you, get, when you show up to heaven, the Lord ain't going to say how much property you own. He's going to say how well did you rule. How well did you dominate the places that I put you? How well did you dominate your emotions? How well did you rule the place? How well did you feed my sheep? So be careful in this season who you invite into your process. They bring uninvited guests. Can I, can I help somebody here? Shaka Khan, the new Shaka Khan, right? Be careful who you invite in your process in this season. They bring uninvited guests. <laughs> hey, you better move in this season. You know what I'm saying? You could be in the car with somebody who just killed somebody. Guess what? Cop pull them over. Guess who else going to jail? You. Well, officer, I wasn't even, I just went to the store. He wanted a Slurpee, and we were just going to go back home and play some Nintendo. Now you downtown getting investigated because you was just getting a ride to get a Slurpee. Accessory to murder. Be careful who you invite in your process. They bring uninvited guests. And don't just think physically. Some people going to bring an anxiety you don't need. Some people going to bring a negativity, a doubt you don't need. They going to bring their failures in your situation, and they going to give you wisdom off of their last experience. And God is saying, I'm doing a new thing with you. So I need you to be strong in this new season so I can introduce myself to them through your story. The Lord will allow counterfeits to show up so you can develop counter punches. There are some things in people's, and I'm talking about this is a statement speaking of where he's bringing you out of. You, you have, some of y'all were so close to a deal, so close to a building, so close to a relationship, so close to, so you were so close, and at the last minute, it, you even thought it was the Lord, and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen because the Lord was developing. You, you understand? How many times we, when, when there are certain things that, oh, I thought this was the building for Love Quest. But I couldn't bag out of the process because it was in the process of the, the potential. 
So, so understand that God is affording you experience through potential. That, that was a class he just let you go through. So don't let that potential disappoint you. It was only potential. But you had to have the meeting to gain some knowledge. You had to develop some muscle. He was developing patience. You, you needed to walk away disappointed. He was developing diligence. He was developing grind. He was developing toughness. Don't take it personal. It was a class. I, I was telling her today, man, we were driving by some buildings that we looked at. I was like, oh, my God. We was looking at some houses for our family. And it was some houses that because out of desperation, if they would have let us in, we would have went in. And we praise God because we live in what he, he put us in the desires of our heart. Ain't sometimes it's funny that you'll go look at something that ain't even your desire because you're now desperate. Discern what is desperation and what is desire. Don't in this season, don't settle because you're desperate. I'm like, Lord, thank you for not letting us have that. He's like, son, I know you didn't want that trash. That's how he talked to me. I know you didn't want that trash. But you look back and you be like, thank you, Jesus, for not letting that go through. Thank you, Jesus, for not letting me marry that girl. Oh, my God. Some of y'all in these last two years, two to three years, some of y'all want you to remember this. You've been in some close calls. And if you would have gotten in those relationships or made those deals, it would have taken your life for a long little ride. I want you to think of that. I want you to think of it right now. Some of those disappointing moments, some of those people that walked out of your life, some of those deals that didn't go like you thought they would go, I want you to see that God has preserved you, but also don't forget how he developed you. So, so don't settle no more. Being friends on the shore doesn't automatically mean we can be together on the water. Oh, we can get a tan together, but we might not go snorkeling together. <laughs> Amen. And how bad do you want it? I'll end on this one scripture. Is what you're waiting for worth your patience? I need you to hear how I ask this question. Patience takes energy. Patience takes time and it takes focus. Is what you're waiting for worth you giving patience to? There's some stuff in some people you do not need to be patient for, let alone wait for. So I'm asking you, is what you're waiting for worth your patience? If it's not worth your patience, it's not worth waiting for. In this season, only give your patience to what and who is worth it. I'm about to help you. Hey, hey you've been engaged for four, four, five years. I'm trying to tell you right now. Had that conversation. This ain't the season. Break up for three months. Do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, no hangnails in this season. Right? Because you for five years, you saying they're worth waiting for. 
You better make sure they worth waiting for because you can't afford two more years just waiting. That's time and energy. That's too much emotions. I don't got to call you back no more. No, no. Why did why you didn't text me back? Because I didn't want to. No, doing that for five years, being accountable to someone, having your emotions wrapped up in someone for five years. Stop being desperate. Some of us ain't been committed to the Lord like that. Like, come on. Just to have some somebody say they like you, please. All right, we're going to close on this, this scripture, Genesis 29. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed to him, it seemed that they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. This brother waiting for Rachel. He want Rachel. And you, you notice what it say. He was waiting for seven years. How many? Seven. But it only seemed like a few days because of the love he had for her. That's why I'm asking you, is it worth it? Finally, Jacob said to Laban. Now, under Laban is Rachel and Leah's daddy. And Rachel said, "You want uh, uh, Laban said, you want my daughter? Come work for me. So he served his time. He said, yes, sir. I'm coming. Seven years? I'll do it for her? Absolutely. Time came. Jacob said, give me my wife, man. Come on. For my time is what? Completed. So that I may take her to me. Give her up. Say, give her up. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast with drinking. But when night came, he took Leah, his other daughter, and brought her to Jacob, who had intercourse with her. Now look what I say about the counterfeit. This ain't what I asked for. Say, what is this? I've been sowing, I've been serving. Like, get the picture. I, I've, been, I've been sowing, I've been serving, I've been interrupting in the bloodline. What is this? And Laban gave Zilpah, his maid, to his daughter Leah to be her maid. But in the morning, Jacob saw his wife, and behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, bro, what is this? He said, did I not work for you all those seven years for Rachel? Say, what is this? Why then have you deceived and cheated and thrown me down like this? Now, we was real. It feels like this with the Lord sometimes. We serve and we serve and we serve and then we hit a point where we're like, what is this, God? Like, I've been faithful. I've been, what is this? Laban gave, and he said, why, why do you, and Laban said, it is not permitted in our country to give the younger in marriage before the elder, right? I'm probably sure, sure you would have said, well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? And then he says, finish the wedding feast week for Leah. He said, just go and get married, just go and get married. 
and then we will give you Rachel also, and you shall work for me yet seven more years in return. Now, 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 all of us have been there where you've been to a good old sermon where you was like, oh, I can't wait till tomorrow the breakthrough is coming. And then tomorrow come and Tuesday come and then Wednesday come and month come, three months come and you still where the Lord at. So Jacob complied and fulfilled. Say complied. Patience requires complying. Patience requires compliance. Even when you don't like the deal. <laughs> and if you keep reading, he finally got Rachel. Leah had a lazy eye. That's why he was like, what is this? Leah was not the business. She had a, the Bible said, I'm not at putting extra on it. Leah had a lazy eye. The Bible said she had some problems. <laughs> and he woke up and it wasn't Rachel. Sometime you're going to wake up and anxiousness is still in bed with you. Worry is still there. Your bank account still says the same thing. You're frustrated. But I want to encourage you that when God promises something, right, this man kept working. I think he ended up working, what is it, 21 years? Or was it 14? 14 years for this woman. And sometime you got sometimes you gotta be, and I think here's another part. Thank you, Lord. He didn't settle for Leah. I look at Leah like manna. And some of you start spending manna instead of sowing it. Even with God, don't settle. Sometime he's gonna give you a Leah. To see your attitude. You're going to see. See sometimes Leah is that pit stop. It's the evaluation stop. To show you if you really. Because God know where you at. But you'll tell God. God I'm ready. I didn't grew up so much this year. I'm in lovers. I serve now. God I'm ready like never before. So then he'll put Leah in your life. Then that, then that anger come back out. What? What is this? <laughs> no, you got to be faithful with Leah like you would be with Rachel. Be faithful with the little. If you say you'll be faithful with much, you're going to have that Leah season. You're going to have that ear of the corn. It's a process. And if the Lord said, no, keep working, keep working, keep working. But you got Leah when you didn't have nobody. Right? Men, this don't mean two wives. We're not looking for two wives. Say patience. 
you do not want to miss next Wednesday, we're going to start. I don't know if people really have heard about peace like we're going to talk about it, but it's impossible to be patient without peace. Shalom, wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. Lift your hands right where you are. Lord, thank you for the Leahs in our life. We'll take the lazy eye in this season, Lord, if that's best. We'll take the lazy eye. But we know the lazy eye is not your perfect will in Jesus' name. You called us to be whole. Two eyes that work in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for steady patience, active persistence. Thank you, Lord, that we have eyes to see in this season. The relationships that you have called us to pour into and nurture. Thank you we have eyes to see the people you brought in our lives to pour into us. And Lord, may we trust you like never before. We do believe that not enough in your hands is more than enough. Open our eyes to this moment. Help us rest. Help us be faithful over what's in our house. Help us tend to what you have given us, our bodies, our minds, our relationships, our children. There's so many things, Lord, that we overlook for the grind. But, Lord, we want to be healthy. We want to have peace. We want to have joy. Life is too short to not enjoy it. And at the end of our days, we don't want to just be remembered as a hard worker. We want to be remembered for having joy that was contagious, a peace that caused men to ask, where did you get that peace from? A relationship with you. Lord, thank you. That we're not just pulling back or cutting back for just any old God, but our God is faithful. And our God can handle everything and anything. And so we thank you for patience. The peace that you have given us, Lord Jesus, lives in us. And we thank you that this, this season that we're stepping in will be, I know for me, and I believe it strongly, the most fruitful, the most abounding season my bloodline has ever seen before and I thank you Lord God that you have equipped us to steward the abundance to steward the multiplication and in areas we are ignorant and we do not have the tools to steward Lord you will bring in the accountants you will bring in the financial advisors I'm talking to somebody you will bring in as your word says there are buildings that have been built that we did not build but we will rule we will have access so I thank you Lord that we're stepping into a season of abounding access Lord thank you that you give us keys to the kingdom you give us keys to the city you give us kings keys to the areas that you have called us to and we receive it now we will not cower away from the vastness of your purpose so we lay down excuses 
And today we pick up victory. We lay down our sorrows and our stress and we pick up joy. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you receive one thing, give God a hand. Just one thing. What a word. Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man.